0: Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. Some months ago, I was lying in bed one night, just falling into sleep, when a voice from my phone clearly said, life is lived in the now. I grabbed my phone and saw only my home screen. I don't know how I came to hear that message from my phone that night, perhaps a random ad, but it was a memorable experience. And the words are true. Life is lived in the now, in the gift of the present, today. Once asked what he would do if he believed the world would end tomorrow, Martin Luther is said to have replied, I would plant a tree today. The life Jesus Christ is and gives is lived in the now in the present today as jesus declares in our reading from the gospel of luke imagine you are there in the sanctuary of that synagogue in the village of nazareth on that sabbath day when jesus joins you for worship You know Jesus, the carpenter's son, the son of Mary and Joseph. You've known him since he was a toddler. You've seen him play with his friends. You've seen him learn from Joseph how to mend a fence. You've seen him study the Torah with the other boys. You've watched him grow into a man. Recently, he has returned from a trip to Judea, the region in the south where he was, as you heard, baptized by John, the son of Mary's relatives, Zechariah and Elizabeth, who live near Jerusalem. And since his return, Jesus has emerged as a powerful teacher, a rabbi, offering instruction throughout the synagogues in the region, and word about him has spread. And so you are paying attention when Jesus stands up to read, is handed the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, unrolls the starchy brown papyrus, finds and reads these words. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. You know these words by heart. And so you notice in his reading that Jesus did not include a concluding phrase in this passage, and the day of vengeance of our God. Jesus ends this reading with the year of the Lord's favor, referring to the year of Jubilee, which, according to the law of Moses, was to be held every 50th year, when all of the slaves were set free, when all of the debts were forgiven, when all of the property was returned to its original owners or their heirs a year in which the people and animals and land rested and was refreshed. You also know that these prophetic words of Isaiah hold the promise of the coming of the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Christ, the King in the line of King David, who will come and set the people free from captivity, who will bring healing to the people personally and as a community, who will bring God's ultimate and lasting peace, shalom. The world as God first created it to be in order and goodness and beauty and will one day make it again. Imagine you are there when Jesus reads these words, rolls up the scroll, hands it back to the attendant, sits down to teach, and says, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. You are there. When Jesus declares he is the Messiah, declares who he is and what he has come to do, declares that he has come to bring God's good news and healing and freedom. And this he does. Jesus did what he said he would do, he brought healing and freedom and peace. He changed lives for the better. As Luke and the other gospel writers recount, throughout his public ministry, launched with this his mission statement, Jesus restored sight to a man who had been blind and mobility to a man who had been paralyzed and health to Peter's mother-in-law He fed thousands and calmed storms at sea and forgave sinners. He ate with Zacchaeus, the tax collector, and spoke with the Samaritan woman at the well and welcomed children. He gave the Sermon on the Mount and told the parables of the good Samaritan and the prodigal son and the persistent widow, taught that the greatest commandments, the highest law, The most important thing is love God with your whole being and love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus embodied God's love in how he lived and he embodied God's love in how he died. Some three years after this launch of his public ministry, jesus was betrayed and arrested he suffered and was crucified he died on the cross and was buried and on the third day he rose again to life defeating death forever after spending 40 more days with his disciples he ascended into heaven and one day he will come again and make all things new Jesus the Messiah, the God of all creation in the flesh, God with us and for us forever, fulfills the promises of God far exceeding the expectations of those in that synagogue on that Sabbath day when Jesus declared the scripture is fulfilled. Jesus Christ sets us free from captivity to sin and death gives us forgiveness salvation and life eternal brings us healing in our broken lives and in this broken world that is taking place in this very moment and will one day be complete life in jesus christ is lived in the now and forever in the present and always Today, today, you have heard this good news. Jesus has fulfilled the promises of God. Jesus changes lives for the better. He changed mine. He's why I'm here today. I invite you into an ever fuller, and deeper relationship with Jesus Christ. In prayer, every day, pouring your heart out to God and opening your heart to God's healing presence. In weekly worship, in reading the Gospels that tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. If you haven't before, or even if you have, I invite you to start today reading the Gospel of Luke, the Gospel we are focusing on this year in our lectionary reading cycle. I invite you to remember that you are not alone. You are never alone. Christ is with us and for us and there for us now and forever. And we can be there for each other. As the Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 12, we are all members of one body. We are all in this together. We need each other, perhaps now more than ever. How might you, as the Apostle Paul calls us to do, care for someone today? Today? How might you give someone the gift of caring for you? I invite you to trust and share the good news of life in Jesus Christ, lived in the now, in the present, today. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.